0: Hey everybody, this is G.
1: And Will.
0: And this is To Agree or Disagree with Will and G. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is officially our third
1: podcast. I guess fourth if we include the fifth if you include the the little blooper clip oh the, yeah, yeah and then the little introduction episode we did so uh, pretty
0: good milestone there uh we were looking into how to gauge our podcast for example how to you know how to know if we're doing well or not and surprisingly enough we are doing exceptionally well uh, for just starting out um we've got on each episode I'm able to see how how well we're doing how many records or how many recordings how many downloads we've gotten of each episode and the I don't know what you want to call it that that meter that scale I guess yeah is 26 if you got 26 downloads in the first week of that released episode you're in the top 50% and uh, so thanks to you guys for checking it out and downloading that we are in the 50% That upper half,
1: yeah, it might be a 499 out of a thousand, but hey, still in that upper 50%. Uh, just touching on that, um, so I've had people just kind of ask me questions or want to come basically, um, continue conversation with me about the podcast they listen to. It's people that, like, I never thought would listen to the podcast, like, I'm going to give like my dad shout out to dad if he's going to listen to this podcast i i didn't even know he knew how to work a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and he texted me the other night and said hey i listened to your podcast good job you guys are doing great so i mean that was kind of one of those uh warm heart feeling moments right yeah. there yeah, yeah. It feel good cool. and,
0: uh, a shout out to uh sean gentry as well he's been texting me on on certain topics that he wants us to talk about uh we promise those topics Will be talked about, um, but we're just you know we're just kindling up that fire right now. We don't yeah. want to delve, yeah, like I too said, deeply uh, just yet.
1: Yeah, I mean we're gonna shout out uh, probably one of the biggest supporters that I've had just directly to me is is Alex Hewitt. Yeah, he, he's been back and forth, and he's he wants to eventually. Guest star on one episode or so, so yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna start doing that. We're soon. gonna start doing that here soon, but yeah, basically, just thanks to everybody listening to it. And, um,
0: you gotta thank the wives, yeah, the wives. And How my, can we forget that? My wife, she's she surprised us with a uh, soundboard. Unfortunately, that one didn't work, but she allowed me to get a better one. <laughs> uh, it's not here yet, we're still using very primitive stuff right now, but uh, you know, as we get on <laughs> with this stuff, it's going to get better, it's going to get. It's going to get deeper. It's going to get more more content based, and and we're getting there. And uh, thanks for being patient with us, and just stick with us for this long run.
1: Yeah. So I think with that, we're going to kind of dive into this episode and um, talk a little bit about this week. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the the topic is going to be the. Workforce generational differences, yeah, and, right, right. mentalities, of yeah, the, of the generational yeah. just in in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can take that any
0: I mean, you, there's so this is like music, right? Like, yeah, it has so many yeah, genres, and then you got the sub of, of each category. And, and we could easily, make. that was what we were talking about earlier. We could talk, we could take a subject and then, yeah. pool, like a spider web, all these different alleys and avenues that we right. can go down to. But right now, it's just time-based, and uh, we're going to keep it as close-knit as possible. Yeah. But basically, we're going to explore why you know, some of the causes, maybe, and the effects of certain policies, for example, that go into place in the workforce that change over time, yeah. the mentality, the, the expectations, and and I don't know, just the overall work ethic
1: yeah. Of, yeah.
0: of each generation and, and how if it's getting better, if it's getting worse.
1: And if it's it's policy-driven or if it's just generational upbringing-driven or Mm -hmm. if it's, I mean, it's that kind of. Like nurture nature. Right, right. And that's kind of what. So, you know, talking about my dad again, he texted me the other night and said, hey, what's this next episode going to be about? So I texted to him and I told him, yeah, this is what it was going to be. And he went off. Just talking about it the same way as we are right now. So I mean, everybody's mm. going to have their own spin on it, but I mean, basically, I don't know. You want to, you want to try to get it started this time? So I, don't,
0: I don't know. Do we go back? Let's let's go back to the <laughs> founding days. Let's right? get, and, yeah.
1: So like our grandparents, right? Well, I mean, if great if we, grandparents. Great
0: grandparents. Even if we can just go back even further.
1: So just let's quickly. To, let's go to the Depression era. Let's start. Let's creating. go before then. Before then Let's go before All then. right. Let's, let's, talk let's go about to that. the
0: colonies, right? Oh man! Let's go to the colonies. I mean, when the folks started coming over here and, and settling, there wasn't really industry. Well, it, right, it, uh, was it was agricultural, yeah. right? And so you had all these mass farms that were pop, popping up, and that was basically a person's means for for living. They would take whatever they produced and they would barter, trade, sell yeah. things like that. Trap hunt, um, and then that with the you know as we learned with the cotton gin how that accelerated that uh, the, industrial revolution. Yeah, revolution and then all of a sudden these huge farms plantations what have you are being yeah. subdivided and then we started seeing like basically these people are flocking from the farmlands to the cities where the factories are yeah and, to then produce the, that, the, right. that and then good. you got the subdivisions and then you get into the fifties when that was basically, that was the lifestyle. That was, you know, the, the husband, the father went to work at the factory and the mother yeah. stayed at home with the kids was able to make a significant living. But before we get to the fifties, uh, yeah. you know, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, but yeah, just that, that's that change. And, and we're seeing that change throughout where now we're getting even away from the industrialized, if you will. I mean, you still got, the labor force, but the labor force today is very concentrated.
1: Well, it's even concentration. It's very, I don't know. It's concentrated, but it's diverse at the same time, right? Mm. It's, it's more diverse than it was in in the past. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think so. That's my opinion. On, it. I mean, it's opinionated podcast. Yeah, let's hear. <laughs> it. So, yeah. So, I mean, just in general, like you was talking about the colonies. No matter what, when you're working. And this is just an overall broad-minded perspective, right? So if you're working, and this is kind of like an oxymoron, right? But if you're working, you always get asked, you still like it? Yeah. You still yeah. like what you're doing? How long have you been here? How long have you been you like here? You it? You still like it? Having fun yet? I worked with a guy that would ask me every day for six years in the factory, having fun yet? Yeah, I'm living cool. the dream. But, Nightmares are Dreams too. Oh, yeah. I'm doing what I have to do to put food on the table for my family. The same as in the colonies. Mm-hmm. They worked for with a purpose. You know, they mm-hmm. was trying to basically create a country. They right?
0: were creating it. They, they were building They was
1: building the country. They was settling the country. And they was working. It was basically do or die. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that mindset has somewhat followed through because you're never going to work with the mindset of, you know what? I'm going to go to work today because I want to have fun. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's my perspective. Yeah, on was, uh,
0: uh, shout out to Scotty G real quick. I'm going to reference him here. Uh, he had a quote for when he was asked why he does what he does. If he's a trainer at the uh, Anytime Fitness. And he says, my parents told me that if I did what I loved, I would never work a day in my life. And it's like it's almost like, where's that medium at where you're doing what you love to do? Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, e- and even even to that extent, you're going to have those rough days where you're not having fun at work. But overall, how many people really get to live out that dream yeah, of doing yeah. something that they love to do? Most people, and I don't mean this in a negatively way, but some people out there are just pros. You know, they yeah. they get up, they go to work. They, you know, this is my job. I do my job well. And that's that's it. Like You're a have, robot. Yeah, they, I mean they, they, we need people like that. The every nation needs people like that who are willing to just get up, grind, and do the do what they need to do and go home. Yeah. But there's other people on the opposite of the spectrum that are just absolute dreamers and they yeah. They don't they, they know they want to do something, but they just don't know. They haven't found that niche. Uh,
1: you yeah, know, what so what is that? How's that? that like? That's the biggest change in the workforce, though, right? It, right. It used to be, and maybe we're jumping ahead of what we was talking about before, but
0: Yeah, yeah, we jumped that a little bit. That's, <laughs> but that's okay. We did. That's okay. So let's 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 hold yeah, that thought for yeah. a minute and go back. Let's go back to uh the, the mid-late 20s and the stock market crashes, right? Yeah. So you have these industries, you have these investors, you have people who are literally invested their entire savings and lost everything there's that spectrum yeah. but then there's the other spectrum where grandparents were like we lived down in south webster we didn't know there was a depression
1: yeah because yeah, that's how we've been that's lived. how they lived
0: yeah but uh, that changed everything that that opened up you know the safety nets fdr and the new deal uh you now you got social security which yeah. you know you led to medicaid and medicare uh, but there's there's now a safety net and that safety net is good you know, it's there for a purpose.
1: It, yeah, it's there for a reason. But it's,
0: over time, it gets abused so much, right? And it gets so diluted with with just people. Uh, all, there's people that let's just say it, they take advantage of it. You know, they know they don't yeah. have to work.
1: I mean, one hundred percent.
0: Rents paid, their electric's paid, they got food. Um I'm not saying that if you're on that assistance that that's it's, it's
1: not that's a bad how thing. It is.
0: It's just it. I mean, we were on it for we were on it for a while. Uh, we went through it twice, and the first time, I'll be honest, first time whipping out that EBD card, I, that shame and guilt came over, and it's like I'm never doing that again. You know, trying to figure out what is WIC. You know, because you you can't just pay with a card with WIC. You got to have specific yeah. items, and it's almost like couponing, which is yeah,
1: right, right.
0: You know, and that that was frustrating. And then the second time around, we we went through it with Elena after she was born. It was just like our minds to completely flip. We're like, you know what? We need this. This is what we have to have. Yeah. Uh, especially with Amanda being off of work. And we absolutely used it. And, you know, it was a completely different, it was just completely different. It more open to it than.
1: Yeah. I mean, but that's just one of those things. Like you had to do what you had to do to provide for your family, right? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. that. I mean, this, there's a stigma. Is,
0: there's a stigma with it. So yeah. part of it wants me to say, Let's end the stigma. The other part of it, you know, what is really keeping you back from working?
1: Right. right.
0: You know, what? Right. what is the real – is there a real disability? Because anymore, you can get – it's so hard for somebody. And I've always heard this when I started working. And But as you get older and you see it happening, it's so true. You yeah. start yeah. working and something happens. They do everything tooth and nail to keep you working.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to – they don't want to basically – give that assistance to you when you was hurt there, basically mm-hmm. right. rather than somebody that's already on it, get them off of it and get them back to work. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. At all? It's,
0: it's like this power control, this power struggle. Right. They want to keep people,
1: they want to keep them dependent.
0: They want to keep them dependent. I think that that's the main gist of it. And um, yeah. So with that, I mean, like so that's just with the new deal uh, and how far that's been stretched out over the decades. Yeah, um, going back to you know just staying in that realm a little bit when we were kids. I mean, I was an eighteen year old boy, but uh, my sister. I was living with her. She had a daughter. She was on the assistance program, and we were living in an apartment complex that had low income apartments. But because those the number of low income apartments were occupied, we were paying the full rent. It was like five hundred something dollars a month. Yeah, plus utilities. She got the help with the utilities. And of course, the food stamps and the cash assistance. Uh, when she got a job working at a nursing home, making like I think it was like eight seventy-five or nine twenty-five, I can't remember which. Um, yeah. They she got a letter that they're getting cut. You know, it's like at one point you say, "Yeah, you gotta get cut off." Like you got, but at the same time, it's like you gotta wean the person yeah, off. You got yeah, yeah. You can't just cut their feet out from underneath of them. They won't make it, and so that, like, what you're saying with that dependency, they want to keep them there. Once you start getting up, unless you get like one of those good jobs, one unless of those, you skyrocket unless out, unless you skyrocket out really quickly, yeah, you know, they're going to keep you right there.
1: So, I mean, that's why, uh, and I think that's why we have such a good back and forth between the two of us, right? Because, like, you can talk about personal experience in that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. See, I, I can't personally i just i've always remembered so growing up my dad like you was talking about living with your sister and all that right so dad i'm just gonna say it he's always been a he's been a very proud man right um he's not always had the best job in the world but when he didn't have that best job in the world he did that to you the know, grindstone thing and just beat feet through it now him and mom i think at one point was dependent on you know wick like your your situation right yeah right but he was always and that's just i don't know for sure but i was super young at that point i was basically how your kids are now right yeah but he's always been that that proud like what you're saying, you said it's uh, that guilt of using it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that, I mean, I think that's just one of those generational things of like, so I never met my grandfather, right? He passed away right before I was born, but his best friend has stepped in and been my grandfather through all these years, right? So that's how I've got to know my grandfather. But He's always been a proud man, no matter what. I mean, whether he was he was in Vietnam, whether he was in a coal mine, whether he was cutting beer in a shop till three a.m., he was super proud, and he was always just nose on it. And I never once heard him complain about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, we,
0: yeah, right. We, and that's we what complained. I'm saying. We yeah, time. I mean, we got, I mean. And I, I'm just as much a hypocrite for it. But in these last three years, <laughs> this is the first year that I ain't had two W 2s at the end of the year. <laughs> just because, I mean, it just bounced around. I used to, yeah. be, you know, like going back to the pros, where they'll just work and and it's almost like they're oblivious to what's going on around them. But me, like, I take everything so personally.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, one little thing snaps and snaps. And, and I get like, I
1: mean, people's going to be like, oh, these guys are just two millennials. Yeah, yeah we are. We are, we millennials. are millennials. We are, but you know. There yeah. been a time where I haven't had a job, though. Exactly. Uh, and, I, well, see, I have had a time that I didn't have a job, but at that same time, because like I was talking about, my my grandfather being a proud man and my dad being a proud man, I myself I'm a proud man, right? <laughs> <laughs> so even... Even when I didn't have a job, I had saved and invested and just looked toward the future so much that I didn't need to be, I didn't need to be, you know, this sounds horrible when I say it, you know, in my head, it didn't sound as really bad, but I didn't need, I didn't need to be dependent on that. You see, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, so.
0: Yeah. So let's, let's go into that. Yeah. Because you're, you're talking about budgeting yeah uh as far as i'm concerned my budget is comes at this time of year when we start getting our tax money back (laughs) yeah and we're like oh thank goodness we can make another year uh because we were down to like a hundred dollars in our savings account and it's like every week it's just we couldn't figure it out and that's our own that's our own fault that's our own undoing is it and
1: well yeah. Yeah, but have you ever been taught? Has the school system ever oh. when you was that's why I mean by right. is it? When you was coming up okay. in the school system, did they ever set you down and say this is how you invest, this is how you budget, and this is how you plan for your future? Nah. Yeah. I mean, but that goes back to that's a government facility. Yeah. Right? right. This, yeah. Is conspira- okay. this is okay. my conspiracy. This is my conspiracy brain working with this. This goes back to that's a that's a government facility. And the government depends on people to be dependent on them.
0: That's right. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bro. Yeah, that's why I teach you how to take tests
1: <laughs> and,
0: and not not get a job. It's like it all Okay. So yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Like you you was talking about this earlier, um, with with people in the store. You're right. Yeah, because every time you go to the counselor or the guidance counselor, they go, What do you want to do? And you're like, I don't know. You're like, Well, you need to go to college.
1: No matter what, no matter
0: what, and if maybe you, if you was, don't know, just year, go a year or yeah. two, get a feel for it. Spend twenty, thirty thousand dollars. It ain't your money; it's the government's money. It's back to the government. It's all a big
1: whoa! <laughs> Holy smokes! That's what I'm saying, and man. Now,
0: yeah, yeah, and now with you know with the expansion of I'm going to keep referring to the New Deal just because, I mean, I get it. It was that that New Deal opened up the gateway of what you could do. And these these stimulus checks, they wouldn't be around if it weren't for that New Deal. If it weren't for the government saying we'll we'll kick in and we'll we'll make sure that you guys are all right. Yeah. Now we'll get to that. We'll is, get to the
1: stimulus checks later. All
0: right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right I'm getting ahead.
1: No, no. So I mean, to, keep back keep
0: to the, talking. back to budgeting, back to budgeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was growing up, uh, my I don't know that either. of My parents really knew how to budget. Um, you know, that's that's their business. No one talks about their budgeting skills. But at the same time, I'm kind of a reflection of that not knowing. Like money was not talked about in my house, right? Like it was never. It was. It was simply as long as you, if you got a car, you pay for that car. If you got a house, you pay for that house. Yeah. And that's it. All right. You know. So here I am. I was out of high school, working a working a forty hour a week job, trimming trees. I was bringing home three hundred thirty dollars a week, living at home with my grandparents. Yeah. Where would that money go? I blew it on cologne. I blew it on clothes, yeah. drugs. Yeah, you know because I didn't have that stuff. Like I didn't have the ability to just walk into a, a people's, you know, a clothing outlet like that and be like, I want them sixty dollar Levi's. Yeah, and buy three pair of them. And uh, you know, so that kind of aspect just kind of stuck with me. I mean, you can you can look around my house. And you can see all these books. I just swapped everything out from pants to books. You know like my buddies still, are still not honed in like if i see something i want it i just buy it with yep. the, with the anticipation that the money's gonna be replaced in a week right when it's not
1: i got you i i, I get what you're saying and that's that's how our generation has been and i'm saying our generation because it might have started you know the the prior generation but like i just remember Hearing stories of like great grandpa. Mm-hmm. He got a jar of coins buried out in the yard. That's his <laughs> saving because he don't trust the bank. Yeah, right. You, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, dang, I'm gonna get me a shovel. But, <laughs> but I mean, you got yeah. But no, I mean, I guess that's just how that's just how it was for the latter generation to our generation. And I mean, Gen Z. Yeah, where are
0: they gonna be at? I mean, that's it was so weird thinking about this because it's like, yeah, I remember being in their shoes right now. You know, they're graduating high school, and and so you know that whole spectrum right there. You're thinking everyone's saying, "Oh, we're the we're the future." You know, we're the future of the country, we're the backbone. And it's like it's interesting. Like I'm 18 years old. I ain't no nobody. Now you know, some years later, here we are pushing 30, and we're like. Yeah, now, now it is. it like It is us now. It is, yeah. You know, like we're that generation now.
1: We are, we're, we right. are the back.
0: We're the, right. we're the stronghold. We're, how do we do it?
1: Yeah, and it's up to us because both of us have kids now, right? Yeah. It's up to us to raise the next generation. Yeah, right. So or you would think that that generational drive mm-hmm. would almost like flip-flop back and forth. Yeah,
0: right. Like, yeah, but yeah. it
1: hasn't. It's almost regressed in a way. Yeah,
0: and and again, I think it's because we've been conditioned by what we see. Like, it doesn't. If if I don't want this job, I can quit. Yeah. And while I'm looking for a job, I can get on unemployment. Exactly. And speaking, you know, again, jumping back and forth to that stimulus stuff, we was talking to a buddy whose brother quit at a fast food restaurant. You know, what do they make out of fast food? I think minimum, minimum wage in a restaurant are different when you're getting tipped. Right?
1: When you're so getting tipped,
0: yeah. I don't know if he was getting tipped or not. If it's fast
1: food, no. I think fast food's just standard. And this is, I've never worked fast food. I don't know. You're that, right, right. Yeah, so. But,
0: but it can't be uh, more than $10 an hour, maybe 12 Max. So, he quits that job during the pandemic, and he gets that $600 a week. Unemployment. He's making more unemployment. He's making way more now, sitting at home than he ever had to working, you know, thirty, forty hours a week. Yeah, and you just see that happening, and that kind of sits, that creases, seat in the back of your head, like, you know, if something happens, yeah, maybe that's what I can fall back on. Maybe
1: it is. I mean, like, like you said that there was a guy in the store the other day, and I'm helping him out, and he said, "Hey, I see that you're hiring." Said, yeah, I, I can get you an application. Would you like one? Well, what's starting wage? It's uh, based on experience. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Let's say ten bucks. Yeah, say so. Say ten bucks. And I mean, I just kind of ballpark nine or ten dollars,
0: right? Yeah, right.
1: And he said, "Huh?" I said, "What?" He goes, "I make more than that sitting at home. I don't need to work."
0: Yeah, I was I mean, late, "It's, it's cr- it, it is. I mean, what?" But- it's, it's a- Imagine how tempting that is, though.
1: Right, I mean, and that's imagine how tempted it is to get off of it or not or to, get, not off of to get off of it. Yeah,
0: right? not to, to get off to keep of keep it, not to get off. Keep collecting. I mean, man, that's that's almost the dream that that trap <laughs> of I can make more money sitting here playing video games, watch TV. You yeah. know, it sounds all good and well, but then yeah, it's it's got to come from
1: somewhere. So, with that, what about? So they're doing, and this is just. You, know, you said it's got to come from somewhere. What about these guys? Or I'm saying these guys. What about these people that are drawing that, that unemployment benefit, right? But they're still working at home as a small business, and they're yeah, using that extra yeah. money to fund the business Yeah. so they don't is, actually – that healthy? It, it, uh, no. That's,
0: that's, that's called inflation, right? Um, I mean, yeah. That's a generic. That's basically inflation. You're taking yeah. money that ain't yours, putting it into something that is yours. Saying that you're making this amount of money when really you're not, like right. you're become, you're still depending on that steady flow
1: of the yeah. government. Chains. And I guarantee anybody listening right now can get on their Facebook and look and see somebody selling something. Oh, yeah. that they've made at home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them burnt flags—they're getting popular.
1: Yeah, I mean, how I
0: mean, you, got, you you gonna you how you, you gonna, gonna hustle? Do that? You're gonna hustle. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: but. But maybe they're grinding it out. Maybe. Maybe that's their way of grinding it out. Maybe we're doing the wrong thing. We're just, (laughs) we're working 50 hours a week and a podcast. Who knows? (laughs) We're not doing it right, I guess. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I've lost track.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll throw us off topic with that little side antics there. Um, but anyway we're basically 27 minutes into this uh we did do a poll and everybody said they wanted to go us to talk a little longer so we're going to try that and if you haven't noticed we are throttling down on the touchy topics a little bit Mm -hmm. so anyway back to back to subject you was talking about yeah where the stimulus money comes from or where the the unemployment money comes from
0: Mm -hmm. i mean this is uh, again, we could go. We can go. We've already been down these avenues of <laughs> where it's coming from, and 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 so forth. But let's just stick with the money in general. So the money that everyone's been getting and or is receiving currently, you know, we've got. I'm married. I've got three kids. Fourteen hundred dollars a person. I made seven thousand dollars overnight, doing nothing different than I've been doing for the last eight years. Except I've got kids now. Um, you know, that that's something where it's a double edged sword for me because a I am appreciative of that money. B I know where this could lead. Yeah. To that that dependency. You know, it almost makes me think side topic. Maybe trying to do that little uh, wealth gap, right? Close that wealth gap. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But nonetheless now you're also going to get thirty five hundred dollars a year off your child tax credit instead of like the 1500 or whatever yeah it was 36 or
1: something wasn't it something
0: yeah 3600 from from i think from 1500 yeah i think it was what it was year. yeah that's a big jump that's a huge jump that's two thousand dollars different yeah per kid that means six thousand dollars difference for me right so i'm gonna make more money just by producing more kids
1: Hey, I'm just saying. I mean, I wanted to put it that way, but, <laughs> but, I mean, but I look where you know. this is going. Look where this is going. So
0: people are stuck at home. Hypothetically, let's say you've been quarantined. Let's say your job has shut down. Let's say you are on unemployment because of that. Okay. You're sitting at home.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah. Produce kids. Because when the next, next tax season comes around, you're going to make $3,500 for that one kid. Plus, you're probably going to reap more benefits because you don't have much income. Therefore, you know, you're going to get the Medicaid. You're going to get the SNAP. You're going to get, you know, all these things. It's going to make what kind of doors is that going to open, basically? Uh, so that basically is going to continue that that dependency even deeper into that government aid. For the household
1: yeah i mean think
0: of all the kids now that are raised on the government fund yeah
1: fund. and that's that's going to be their mentality like well, like well let's go back to how we was raised right yeah and until it was, out of money it was that it was that proud parent right you know right. like this is what you do you pay for what you have you just you just work to pay for what you got yeah and then you're gonna nose on the grindstone
0: yeah I mean, I think the best financial advice I can think of right now that's ever been given to me came from Jurassic Park. The <laughs> very first one. Where, was, <laughs> where they're in the where they're in the lab and you there's there's the two techs. Okay. You have the black guy and then the real heavy white guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the creator of Jurassic Park was all in this. And you got the black guy who's all like, hey, you know, this is my job, I do my job well, I'm okay. And then you had the other guy like, I gotta steal these sales from the owner yeah. to make more money and but the guy said the creator says i don't blame people for their financial mistakes but i expect them to make up for it you know it's like yeah it's that idea of you made you made a mistake i made a mistake i whipped out those credit cards yeah as if that was it i'll just make this easy monthly payment of 25 dollars a month all right uh, until we maxed out two uh, I think we maxed out two of them.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we're solely talking about personal experiences for the most part right. in this episode. And, I mean, in our area, it's you talk to ABC, right? Okay. Um, person A is going to have very similar instances to you and I. Person B is going to be very similar. And only is person C going to be somewhat different. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly because they've been this is gonna sound horrible also, but they've been given things by
0: Yeah, right. Like they've been they've had like an inheritance yeah. to an extent. Like not right. literally inheritance, but they've you know, not everybody gets to go to college. And become right. a doctor. Yeah. And not come out of that debt free.
1: So let's let's talk about that. You talked about earlier, uh
0: Okay, yeah. Going so to college. I, see, there I go, see how conditioned I am.
1: I'm <laughs> already talking about going to college. Going to college. You you did go to college, right?
0: I did. Uh, I not right out the gate. I went I started working right out of high school. I think I had about a month break and I started working. And so I graduated in 2010, 2012, 2013. Um is when I got hired on state and working for them, they give you a credit for school okay, and they allow you time off. Like I'll schedule a second shift. If I had classes that day, I was written off from two to six. Okay. So I can do my classes and, and not have to worry about it. That helped a lot. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've got a two year degree, I've got about $30,000 in debt. My wife, she's got uh, a four year degree. She's a bachelor's of science and nursing. Uh, she went to Marshall her first year and she went to Ohio University, Chillicothe for four years after that to get her nursing degree. Okay. Half of her college debt was from that one year at Marshall. You know, that $40,000 that's after grants and scholarships, right? So right off the bat, if you go to college, unless your parents were really good at budgeting and they've got something set up for you, you had to go fill out a form, complete your tax information, and you get this email saying your semester this month or this this semester costs you twelve hundred dollars you can take and this is literally how it is. you can take either eight hundred dollars from this or you can take twenty four hundred dollars. <laughs> right it's never the exact amount yeah it's always more and so you pay that and you're thinking <laughs> payday that's kind of that's government money yeah at work creating that dependency right off the
1: bat yeah and it's causing you more debt
0: call it's creating more debt but at, at the time you're like i can i can buy a good clunker car yeah you know i can get that you know, or whatever you don't think i need to save this because it
1: ain't mine yeah, or it's, or pay into we'll what pay, you already pay, you know, right? Of, pay it back. Yeah, no, it's I so know, I can't that's... I can't talk about the the college thing. I didn't go to, I didn't go to college. I had plans to go to college. Life happens. Things change. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I will say, with my extra money, I think it went to our debts that I've already accumulated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to start doing YouTube because that. Face that you just made was the best uh, so I can't talk about going to college because I didn't go to college um, but I've got family members that went to college I've got family members still in college but like what you said when they do the I, I've always heard them talk like hey I got X amount of dollars back from tuition right like, whatever I never knew where that money came from I
0: guess yeah
1: so like what you just broke down. Yeah, like, right,
0: right. Yeah, you don't think you just think oh you ever paid and you, you get that back.
1: Yeah, but instead, in reality, the debt is always going to
0: be there. It's always there. Yeah, that's always yeah. the same.
1: So if he's he's going to listen to this, and he knows I'm going to. I'm talking about him. I'm not going to say his name, but he knows I'm talking about him. He, we was talking about um, Biden paying doing that bill to pay back uh, up to ten thousand dollars instead of one debt. Okay. And he, I made the statement, well, if you didn't go to college, are you going to get the same opportunity at that $10,000 loan basically tax-free yeah. and put it toward like a small business? And he said, his, his tangent was that um, $10,000 only makes a very small dent in the national average of student loan debt and parent loan debt. I didn't even know parent loan debt was a
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know parent loan debt was a thing. But I was just like, ah, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. You because I never had that experience. But that goes back to this opinionated thing. And I'm like, nah, you're full of crap. you right. But yeah. with what you just said, it's like, People should be more conditioned to take that money they're getting back instead of looking at it like, "Dang, I just got twenty five hundred dollar check." Yeah, that, they can oh. invest it, mm-hmm. or they can take it and just give it back to the school and say, "Put this toward my
0: toward next semester, next semester." Right, because you've got to fill out the because, paperwork again yeah, yeah. coming the next semester,
1: and it would lower that debt, right?
0: hypothetically hypothetically hypothetically, it would if you i mean yeah yeah because if you were able to pay for that next semester with the leftover of the first semester's yeah. check then yeah you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to take the take any more debt
1: yeah yeah. so hey. why, why is that just not a carryover why do they even give you the <laughs> option you to cut the check
0: yeah yeah that's nope. because they're creating the dependencies <laughs> That you blows know, my mind. Even if you're doing good, you're still dependent. It's that's no different even for the farmers. Most farmers in this country are dependent on the government. Yeah. You know, they have private entrepreneurs, for example. You know, who are
1: yeah,
0: farming. yeah. But when you look, you mean you look deeper into it. They where are they getting their loans from?
1: Yeah, it's mostly government loans. Right?
0: Mostly government loans. Therefore, the government can come in and say you need to do this, this, and this. I remember yeah. watching a documentary about chickens farming yeah and how they had to have the certain coops and the certain uh uh, lightings and things like that and it was going to cost them like two hundred thousand dollars to redo their yeah their chicken houses and uh but they had to do it and so they had to take that loan from the government and they had to do what they were told because the government secondhandly owns that farm like if that person fails
1: i mean but that's the government basically owns everything at this right. point, yeah, right? Basically. Because everybody's so dependent on loans at this point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, I even know. the banks,
0: you know, FDIC. Yeah, you're you're insured by the government up to like what hundred thousand dollars per bank, right? Yeah, or something like that. So that's two hundred twenty five. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never see that money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's as uh, that's that whole circle of of just keeping people entangled and, and you're, you're, you can never get away from it unless you find a way to absolutely break yourself away from any debt.
1: Yeah. And you know, what's crazy. Um, you're talking about debt, debt per capita. Let's talk about that. Right. Okay. So a little bit of debt per capita on that bias. Um, I used to work with a guy. He worked the same blue collar factory job right next to me every day i was i was just i couldn't wrap my head around the stuff that he was talking about he talked about being in debt like a couple million dollars in debt oh yeah and it's it's like how he had 20 some rental properties
0: Wow. And And it was still in debt?
1: Still in debt, because the banks would own him, basically. Okay. But the bank would see that if he would sell it, Mm -hmm. that's his, basically, that's his overall... uh, Yeah, right, right. Liquidation rate. Yeah, 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 Right? So they'd say, well... Oh, you own
0: this house, so therefore you you own this much money. Yeah. And the money is not really there. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I I can see how that could be a slippery slope. Yeah.
1: So it's like, are you really in debt? Or are you just... Waiting to cash out. Waiting to cash out. I don't understand how 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 are you a couple million dollars in debt, but you're still getting loans for all this crazy stuff, man. And
0: even going back to this it, is all about budgeting and just having that that smart about you. It was something that if I were taught, honestly, I probably wouldn't pay attention just because I did. That was that was me. That just. But man. if I had that opportunity, it would be different. And I just remember even going to work working with a bunch of you know a bunch of Timber jacks just yeah. If you don't have debt, you don't have nothing. It's like okay, that's that's an oxymoron because if you have debt, you still have nothing. You still don't have anything? You don't, you don't own
1: it. It's not in your hand, and that that goes back to another point that we've talked about for the last week and a half. If it's not in your hand, signed on paper, you don't have it yet. Right. We talked about that over and over, again, over and over again
0: with the next generation coming up trying to trying to teach them our life lessons. Let's not make, let's not make my mistake. Let's not get the credit card. Don't talk, don't let someone talk you into a credit card if you don't know how to use it and understand how it is used. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. we just figured we sold this in game. 2500 dollars Well you you spend a couple hundred bucks, you pay it off, they say, oh congratulations. Now you got five thousand dollars that you can spend on this credit and you think I'm doing good. Yeah, my credit score is going up, and then you you start overspending money that's not yours. <laughs> right. You can't. You're making the minimum payment, which is lowering your credit score. You know, we had to build ours back up. We've had to go and consolidate our debts. You know, yeah. we're learning. We're learning. We're still learning. Yeah. But we that was not something that, especially with me. I think Amanda has a better grip on it. But man, I I would be really lost if it weren't for. Her her smarts on that. So thanks a lot again, Amanda, for <laughs> keeping us in track.
1: Yeah, and like I don't know, like a lot of the a lot of the stuff now is you learn by doing it, making a mistake or failing. Mm-hmm. But why does somebody have to fail to be able to learn?
0: Yeah, you I mean, know that's not that's that's throwing the fish out in the yeah sharp waters, because
1: you know. I mean this whole. This this whole episode, in, in a whole, everybody in the workforce, not in the workforce, doing what you can to put food on the table in one yeah. way, shape, or form, whether you're investing, whether you're trying to learn to invest, whether you're not invested in anything, no matter what, you're grinding yourself in whatever way. Mm-hmm. People could not agree with it. People can't agree with it. But to somebody out there, you're looked up to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think so. Like you know, our kids you look up doing. to us, right? Yeah, and you know, it's...
1: so no matter what, you're looked up to. So just keep that in mind that you're you are setting a path for the next generation yeah. to follow.
0: Yeah, especially if you're doing something that you absolutely hate and you just keep doing it
1: over with that mentality
0: of this is how I provide, this is how I bring food. So yeah guys that's been we're going to see how that works it's going to be about 45 minutes i don't know if you guys can handle it or not but uh, <laughs> starting next week like i said we're, we're delving into those deeper touchier topics um i think i'm not sure yet haven't have not got to go ahead from my co-host here <laughs> but i think we're going to start going into vaccinations and yeah. what we're putting into our bodies and what we're allowing ourselves to believe in what we believe is true you know so hey stick around yeah, we're gonna, let's see how this goes yeah, let's get gonna, 26 guys let's you listen to it like it on facebook share it on your facebook accounts share it on your twitter accounts just keep sharing Flood your your feed with uh to agree or disagree with will and g let's keep this ball rolling we yeah. thank you we appreciate you yeah, have a we, good week
1: we really do um even if you don't flood it, flood your Facebook with it. Talk about it. Tell people about it. Get the word out there about it. Have conversations and have a good week.